Welcome to Red Zone DFS NFL Week 2. Ben, Jim, week. how you feeling this week? Is it time to take down the Millie? <laughs> Maybe not the uh, Millie, but... Uh, oh, yeah, I, get it early. Get that bankroll up. <laughs> I, I feel good about this week. I feel better about this week than I did last week. Uh, hopefully my lineups reflect that, but uh, Jim, how do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I think that this week is going to be... I think we know a little bit more this week. Um, I mean, a lot of things so tough now, especially with only three games where you're just assuming so much of like what's going to happen and like, oh yeah, this guy's for sure going to get these reps and and that and all this other stuff. And then you know, week one comes the, and it just the, like, the preseason happen. hype machine and all yeah. that, that mixes in. <laughs> so I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. I think there's a lot of opportunity. Um, Oddly enough, I mean, the the pricing really didn't adjust that much. Um, I love it. But I think that there's some good matchups this week. Um, like, there's a bunch of, like, really lopsided matchups um, as I was going through it. And there's quite a few matchups where both teams' defenses isn't very good. So... Yeah, that's that's exciting. Be a pretty good week. I think they did a pretty good job of pricing too. Like, there's a few guys that if you're gonna play, it's gonna adjust and make you adjust your entire lineup to get them in and have a fairly decent uh, lineup overall. So, yeah, I'm excited. This should be a good week. Yeah, and I think last week there was so much random stuff that happened that's gonna get people to flock over to those people that are really cheap and possibly they do absolutely nothing this week and man, I might not even be on the field. Right. Just those week one flukes where coaches are trying to ease their players into the into the season. You know, their superstars are getting 50 percent of the touches. That stuff's going to change this week, especially as we get some division games as well. Yeah, so much so much variance week to week. Um, I think we saw it a little bit tonight with Mike Williams. Right. And everyone was 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 like, oh, man, like, you know, only two targets, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you know, look what happened in the second half. Mike Williams barely even touched the ball because Kansas City adjusted their defense, right? Why they yeah. didn't do that out of the gates, I don't know. But um, I think that there's a lot of stuff like that where there's some studs that really didn't do much last week that people are going to go away from. Yep. Um, and they're going to wish that they did not. Yeah. I think the big important thing is, you know, you want to you want to adjust to what we saw, but not overcorrect so much like a lot of people will do. And, Correct. you know, uh, it should make this week really fun. So yep. I'm excited. All right. Well, let's get to it. It's quarterback time starting off at the top. Jimmy, I'm going to let you lead this one off. Well, I mean, I think I'm going to plug myself in right along with Russ. And, oh, uh, let's and- ride. <laughs> <laughs> the electrocution man that's right can't believe you're gonna play that phony <laughs> well I'm pl- as soon I'm as playing. i heard he electrocuted himself i definitely yeah, got on his side in. a little bit i'm 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 all in if this guy if this guy's legitimately plugging himself in and throwing electric current through his body before the game or, or after the game whatever it matters they're playing the houston texans the fact of the matter is is that a lot of people are going to look at the people look at the score. They don't look at the actual stats that were given up. The Texans gave up over 500 yards of offense last week and somehow still pulled the kissing your sister tie out with the Colts. Like I don't, that's borderline inexcusable. Most overrated team in the league, the Colts. I mean, 
Is that a near week, fireable week offense, by the way? Well, I mean, they, they lose the, the play-in game to Jag, the Jags at the end of the year last year and then tie the Colts yep. after Colts having lost, the whole offseason to prepare? They've lost eight home – I mean, eight openers in a row, the Colts. So you like so, Russ in a bounce back here. So, I mean, I mean, Russ did fine points-wise the other night. Uh, and on yeah. top of that, I mean, you're going to get it, you know, he doesn't have to be in Seattle Stadium with a the decibels going through the roof every time yeah. he's on the field. Yeah. Right. Houston Stadium is like half filled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to have so, a big week. So, yeah, I mean, I think that of the top guys, he presents the most, in my mind, the most upside. Um, Houston, you know, their defense is just not very good. Um, we looked, I looked at it again. I watched that tape a little bit this week so far and just, they just, they just don't look very good. So Russ is my guy. If I'm, if I'm going to pay up this week. Yeah. He's definitely got that 30 point potential and you're going to need 30 points and being above seven K. Yep. I like it, man. I think it's a great spot. Um, he's the only person I'm paying up for as well, but, um, as we're going down, unless Vinny is going on Lamar, Kyler, do you have a take for them? I'll have a little bit of Lamar. I have him in there just because I do. I think that game has some sneaky shootout potential. Um, I don't think those defenses are as good as people think. Baltimore played the Jets uh, last week. Miami played pitiful New England. Um, I, I think that game's got some sneaky shootouts. So I will have some Lamar shares for sure, but it's not my favorite on the slate. All right. Um, cruising, cruising down the board, Joe, who's your guy? Yeah, I think it's all of our favorites, and it's Joe Burrow, right? Like, the Bengals' offense has not changed a bit, right? Yeah. He had all his turnovers and definitely some adrenaline going there, going against a really stingy Steelers defense, and still almost got them there to the win. He gets to go against Dallas this week. That is absolutely lost. I think Cooper Rush is going to have some turnovers. Burrow's going to get some favorable field positions on top of that. And Burrow's still going to throw the ball 40-plus times at minimum, right? Yeah. And if Dallas can somehow keep this game somewhat decently close, Burrow's going to throw over 50 passes, Yep. right? So Bur- Burrow's an easy plug-and-play. Um, he only needs 26 points to get us to 4X. I mean, it, it's an easy one. Yeah, I love his weapons. I mean, obviously it's going to shift here the next few days. But right now, I mean, Jamar Chase is coming in pretty low-owned, T. Higgins should play. He's coming in at a pretty reasonable ownership and price. And same with Mixon, which we'll touch on. But I just think this team is, like, wildly under undervalued right now. Uh, they should blow the doors off Dallas this week. So I'm right there with you. I think it's my favorite stack of the weekend. Love it. All right, all right. Moving down, Jim. Yeah, I mean, in, in that area – don't love a lot of people in this area. The one guy I do have some interest in, and I think in kind of like a get right spot uh, where their offense could kind of explode, it would be a Matt Stafford um, against Atlanta. Atlanta is really, really bad. Uh, I don't care if they played the Saints well. That does That's more of an indictment against the Saints, in my, in my opinion, than it is against Atlanta. Um, I haven't really made my decision, but in the like in the six thousand range, um, if I had to pick a guy outside of Burrow, it would be Stafford for me. Interesting. Right. I, I would definitely. I'm going to argue against that for a second, just because okay. I think I think the Rams' offensive line is gone. I think they're going to struggle all year. I think Stafford's arm is not 100 percent healthy with an offensive line. I mean, Cup's still going to get all of his play. I just don't think that Rams' offense is what it's been the last three or four years that we've seen. Fair enough. 
I also think I, I was on Stafford, and the only reason I'm not on him right now is I think you could just play Cup. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the other argument for that. It's like, like if you just want to, if you just want to play cup, that then you can do that, right? <laughs> the, I, I just, I mean, you just get so much exposure to that whole offense through cup. His target share and everything is so much. Like, I mean, Stafford's not a bad play, and it's not a huge problem because he's not that expensive. But you know, I, I just you can just play cup, you know. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's, it's not like in the, it's funny that the Bills were bracketing Allen Robinson, but the reason is is because you can't bracket Cooper Cup. His There's route no tree, stopping this guy. Well, his route yeah, tree exactly. doesn't ever get to a safety, right? He's he never in Cup. He's going to he, be in solo coverage every time, dude. He's yep. never covered. It's unbelievable. It really is. He gets himself open. Yeah. It's so funny. I think Cup's the play with the Rams. Um, I'm avoiding Stafford for him to get up to like that 25 point range. He's got to put up a hell of a game, and I just don't see he has it in him. But okay. one guy below that I think does have it in him. Uh-oh. He reeled me back in this week is the madman himself, Mr. Carson Wentz. <laughs> I thought you were think... going Derek Carr. <laughs> no, I'm not playing Carr. Actually, I have him on here, but I'm not playing him. Because I think he's similar. Like, I do think he's got a little bit more weapons, but you could just play Devontae Adams if you're going to play Carr, you know? Uh, going but... back to Wentz, huh? Dude, I, I love – it's the same reason you could win by love? playing J- Jameis. No, no, no. I'm saying I love the aspect of like he is erratic. Like, oh yeah, he's white. This James. game is going to be a little bit. This. I think this game is going to be a little bit ugly. But like, he's actually got weapons in Washington. Detroit's gonna fight. This game's got, I think, the second highest over under on the slate at 48 and a half right now. If there's um, one thing we've learned about Wentz is he's going to go for it. Right, I, like he's gonna go full send all the time, even when he should like give it to his running back. Like he'll check the play on the one yard line so he gets the touchdown on a quarterback sneak. Because yeah. one thing I've learned about Wentz is he's always gonna try to take it for himself, and he's actually got some weapons in Washington. And I feel like it's the island of misfit toys over there, right, with the <laughs> potatoes, and he fits right in. I just don't think Detroit's like they play hard, but like they're still not very good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we saw Philly take it to him last week. Like, I don't see any reason why Washington can't put up points. And again, they're going to fight. Like, they're going to keep Washington's not going to blow these guys out. Right. So, like, we're going to see four quarters, probably like some wild football in Detroit. Um, so, yeah, give me the Motor City Madman, Carson Wentz. Man, I'm, I'm all in on Wentz, dude. I think it's, I think he easily is going to be one of those guys all this in. year <laughs> oh, for fantasy football, for DFS. Absolutely. Like for winning football games and taking me to a championship. No, I, I think for this DFS, week he's a good play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh. a bad matchup. You don't want that. But I mean, this game is going to possibly shoot out and get to a weird spot, just like the Philly game did. So I like Wentz. You just can't. He's just like, he's just like Jameis. You just can't like stop him. Like there is no putting cuffs on that guy. So he's going to keep the problem. And yeah, his weapons are cheap. Like, I think he's in a pretty good spot here. So I'm, I'm like right. Better um, die. I'm going to go back up above your guys, too. I really like Brady this week. That offense did look great until they got into the red zone, right? That's probably more of him missing like three weeks of uh, training camp because of whatever. It's probably on that Mass Singer show everyone's talking about. But like you said earlier, Jim, the Saints, it's more of an indictment on the Saints of what the Falcons did to them last week. I think Brady, I think Brady tears him up. And Julio Jones is one of my favorite plays this week at receiver. He looked fucking great. Um, all Brady has to do is convert those to touchdowns, and he's easily a 30-point guy, right? We're looking for that 300 yard game with three to four touchdowns from Brady. And I think this is the week he does it going into New Orleans. 
Um, I think people are going to look past it because everyone's on Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette's ownership is so damn high and everyone thinks it's going to be his game. But Brady's the guy on the three-yard line that's going to throw the touchdown, the slant pass or the fade to Evans, you know? He's someone I'm debating on, and I'm just a little bit unsure. Like, the Saints have his number a little bit. Uh, I think he's lost the last four games versus New Orleans. So that makes me like Brady even more, to be honest. (laughs) I'm with you. Like, I I have them as one of my games I told you guys that, like, I have a ton of interest in. I'm just not stacking it from a quarterback perspective as of right now. But, I I mean – there's weapons on both sides of this game. Like why, you know what I mean? Like it could pop off, no doubt. Uh, so I don't mind. That but it can also be one of those games where the defenses both beat the shit out of each other and the final is 17 to 10, right? Like I can could see be. that as well. So I'm not, I'm not leveraging Brady and having like 70% of lineups, but I'm definitely going to have him a few. Yeah. Jim, anyone in this? Jim, going like, down high, five, yeah. in the whole I'm 5K range. Way down. The five uh, hole. There's two guys I like oh, in low them. fives. All right, go. Do you want me to say both of them? Go for it. Take the guys so, you like. Number one is going to be Davis Mills. I don't oh, okay. know why he's $5,200. Um, <laughs> I don't know why he's cheaper than Trevor Lawrence uh, and why he's cheaper than Jacoby Brissett. Um, but, I mean, they're going to have to throw the ball. We saw Geno Smith. Have a good game against the Broncos defense. Apparently the Broncos defense losing Vic Fangio. They <laughs> lost a lot more than we thought. Um, and I, I like the the people to pair Davis Mills with. And then I also think that Daniel Jones is yes. a guy that you can just keep playing every single week. Because at 5,100, I mean, it's he's basically just free. He's just going to get you a guaranteed – 15, I mean, I think his floor is probably somewhere around the 18 to 20 point range. Who are you pairing him with? Um, I'm pairing him with, I think you can either pair him with just Saquon or you can do Saquon and Tony. Um, But like Tony barely played last week. Doesn't matter. He's the guy. Then if, if you're, if you're unsure. Trust me, I know because I played Tony and I didn't win a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I just don't – again, we just have to look at the snapshot. If you wanted to get a third person in, in with them, um, I think Richie James got a ton of targets he and did. a lot of – and he's – I mean, he's 30 – Richie James is 3,200. So you I've could really – Richie James train for like five years. Yeah, I mean, you could, re- <laughs> you could really realistically play him with Daniel Jones. Um, but he's so cheap that, like, even if you just wanted to play, you just needed a cheap quarterback to just throw in there and kind of play by himself. I think you could definitely do that. My favorite play is playing him with Saquon Barkley, who did not get enough of a price increase this week. Um, so that's that's really going to be what I'm looking at. I personally have a lineup already that is Daniel Jones with Saquon Barkley and Richie James. So. All right. Yeah, I think I think Dayball is a great coach and a great 100%. quarterback coach, right? And it's obvious. Daniel Jones went what seventeen of twenty last yep. week. Like that's just incredibly efficient, keeping his quarterback safe, doing safe plays, using Saquon to protect Daniel Jones as well. I mean, he's yep. a good coach. Um, I think that five K thing, he's not going to be five K for too long. He's going to be mm-hmm. up at fifty eight hundred, six K very soon. At least, Joe he should be. Is there anyone on the Marshalls uh, bargain bin that you like down here in the fives? 
I mean, I'm really called the bargain bin, but it's right below Wentz and it's Trey Lance. Um, I think people are going to be hyped on Seattle's defense after what happened last week. But again, I think a lot of that is the energy of that game, the energy of the crowd. They're not going to get any of that going into San Francisco. I think San Francisco's defense just dominates Seattle this week after an embarrassing loss last week. Um, I think Lance is going to have a lot of opportunities and he's going to want to make some plays after people are already talking right after week one and overreacting really quickly. I think Lance can put up a huge game here against a Seattle team that I think people are way too high on after that game against Russ. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm glad you said it. Not me. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm with you. I think the weather will be a little bit better. It should, it's actually projecting to get a little bit of rain on but Sunday. Dude, it's but California rain though. It's it won't California be like rain. Chicago last week. So yeah. California um, rain. Like it's nothing. All right. I'm going to go to my two just sneaky plays. They're gross. I don't love them, but what the hell let's do it. Uh, I am going to be playing little bit of Trevor Lawrence on Sunday. Uh, I think the Colts are just wildly overrated. Uh, without Leonard on that defense, they don't really have too much of a pass rush. Uh, he's 5,300. I love the fact he threw it 42 times last week and almost went for 300. Um, if he can pop a few of those into the end zone, like all of a sudden he goes from, you know, 16, 17 points on the day to 25, right? So – I think Lawrence is a really sneaky play. I, again, I just think this Colts team is a little bit overrated. Uh, should be a good game. We saw him beat them last year at the end and knock them out of the playoffs. Like, I have some interest here in T-Law. Uh, so, so the one thing I'll say yeah. about that, Vinny, is the same thing you said about Stafford. You mm-hmm. can just play Christian Kirk and you can. not have to worry about it. Yeah, I think the only di- – at least how I'm looking at it is, like, it's just you're saving over a 1000 bucks to do it, you know? Like he's cheap. He's fifty three hundred, right? So, yeah, I, it, it's similar to like, in my opinion, like the Davis Mills thing. Like they don't really have a running game. They, they I know they have running backs, but they don't well, they, have a running game. <laughs> he threw it forty two times last week. You know? Yeah, I just I would rather. I mean, I'd. Ra- I mean, I might even rather play Mitch Trubisky at five thousand. So the other guy that I think is I have more interest in. He's one of my favorite plays of the week, so feel free to make fun of me on Monday or not. But I'm going to be playing a fairly a fair amount of Mar- Marcus Mariota on Sunday. Uh, he okay. went for almost 20 points on Sunday versus the Saints, who I think have a much better defense than the Rams. I think he's got very clear stacking options with Cordell and, uh, and Pitts, and they should, for the same reasons we talked about, they should be trailing – and huffing and running and gunning. And Marcus gives you that running upside. I, I just think the Rams, like, their defense is not quite as good. Their star power is there, right? But they're definitely not the Bills. But I think we saw the Falcons, like, they're going to fight this year. They're not that bad. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Their defense is terrible, but, but yeah, that's good. The Falcons, like, that's the okay. Falcons are going to be like a five-win team. They're not this one-win, like, first overall pick team, meaning yeah. they're going to be in some games. Yeah. It, and that's fine. Like they're trailing. Like good. I hope they're trailing. Like I want Marcus yep. Mariota wing, like winging it for four quarters. Like let's go. I just, yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate that. I just don't think he has a, a high of a ceiling as somebody like, you know. What I love about like the most, Mills I mean, dude, he or, he rushed for seventy five yards and a touchdown last week. Yeah, like, that's that's the appealing. That, you know what I mean? mean? That, and, and to me, I think. 
I think of him and Daniel Jones a lot of the same. Very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just saving $500 to get Daniel Jones. You're saving 500 I just think, for me at least, how I look at it is like I have very clear stacking options with Marcus. And I am I can easily go, like we talked about, you, you know, what I was saying to you about Stafford, how I'm looking at the slate is like, I'll go Mariota, Cordell, uh, Pitts, and I'm just bringing it back with Cup. And I'm getting like – in my opinion, what I think will be like 80% of the targets in that game is going to those three guys, you know? So Fair enough. that's how I'm looking at it. It may be gross. It may be terrible. And LA vote racism, but Man, let's it's ride. Gross. It's terrible. Yeah. Let's ride. All right. Let's ride on to running backs. Let's plug in. Vinny, you're leading this one off. Whew. Um, I'm going back to, to McCaffrey. Um, we saw that idiot Brian – or not Brian Dayball, McAdoo with his <laughs> – Bull cut haircut speak out today that we got to get the ball to Christian McCaffrey. It's like, what a genius idea, dude. Thanks, um, bud. This is 13 touches. I am pretty confident we'll get Eclipse this week. Um, so I'm going to go back to him. I think Carolina found out the hard way that you do not win games relying on Baker Mayfield. Um, and we the same thing holds. Like the this staff and everybody's on the hot seat there. He's expensive, but he's a discount from Jonathan Taylor. I think he's going to be kind of forgotten there, you know, uh, in that spot. Like, everyone's going to go to Saquon and below, or they'll go all the way up thinking JT goes off, right? So I think people are – Jim, you said at the very beginning, I think people are going to overreact to week one here, hopefully. Yeah. And we can get McCaffrey at a nice little discount. That would be very sweet for me. So. All right. No, it's a good play. 9K, we're looking for, what, 36 points out of McCaffrey. And if he gets yeah. his inflated volume with a couple touchdowns and a lot of catches, I mean, it's more than doable. Yeah. Yep. Joe or Jim? I'll let Jim. Joe go because I have a All hot right. take of what I'm going to do with running backs this week. Hey, okay. Um, first off, I just want to start out by saying uh, not fuck Alvin Kamara, <laughs> but fuck the Saints. <laughs> like, Whoa. just nobody mentioned his rib injury. And it was like, oh, he's got 40% of the snap share. Yeah, he's been dealing with rib injury all week. Fuck you, Saints. Thanks for letting us know, guys. And over and over again. So Twitter is not too there with that. Right? You got like Taysom Hill going there. They're just trying to give the ball to everyone that's not Alvin Kamara. Right? This is the Saints way. I thought things were going to change. I said on the pod last week, nothing's changed. I'm done with Kamara. I'm about to trade him off of my year-long leagues, everything. (laughs) So moving down, one of my favorite plays this week is uh, Javante Williams for Denver against Houston. I do think that they just absolutely obliterate the Texans this week. People are going to be hyped on that. Like, oh, look, Houston shut down Jonathan Taylor. No. Javante Williams, there's something about him when he runs the ball. He's the best back there. He attacks when he runs the ball. Like, nobody can tackle him. He doesn't go on his back. He doesn't even fall on his side. Right? He punishes as a runner. And when they're up, I can see Javante getting a ton of carries. What about? And having a huge game. Not only that, receptions. Mm-hmm. And receptions. Obviously, Russ likes throwing to running backs now. Russ Weird. loves the little dumps. <laughs> he loves those little dumps. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, Javante bought some stuff off of Russ's like Shopify store this week and bought a little bit, a few more touches on offense. But. I'm sure. I'm sure he did. <laughs> um, so Javante is literally my top running back this week at 6,500. Not only is he a steal, but he's legitimately my top running back on points this week as well. Yeah, right. I, I like that quite a bit. Um, so, uh, Jim, are my, you going? Ba- are you going back up? Or yeah. No? So, okay, I'm gonna play 
um, multiple lineups with Saquon, McCaffrey, and Jonathan Taylor in them. Oh, wow. It's easily Psycho. doable. <laughs> it's, it is very, very easily doable. Um, right. You put Daniel Jones in that lineup. There's some other very cheap options. You can do it very easily. And if you want to flex around a little bit, you can remove Jonathan Taylor and put Javante Williams in and save yourself almost, you know, 30, 3,400 bucks. Yeah. Right. And then that allows you basically to do whatever you want. But Williams, Barkley, McCaffrey, and Taylor are going to make up probably about 85% of the lineups that are out there for me. Hey, so I I don't, and Barkley is going to be highly owned. I don't care. Um, He's basically that. And I'm going to continue to play him until he gets hurt because that's their offense. Mm -hmm. So you were talking about finding clear stacking options with Daniel Jones. Well, that's it, Vinny. You only only need one. You just need one. Right. And, in my mind, the type of market share that he has in that offense, I don't know why he didn't get a bigger price bump, especially after the performance that he had last week. Jonathan yeah. Taylor had a mediocre performance against Houston and, and, got, and got like a $2,000 price hike, totally. right? Up to almost $10,000. So, you know, that's kind of the way I'm going to approach it. Are there some other guys in there right right below Saquon Mixon? I've got some interest in. Yeah. Um, but really, other than that, like Joey said, I'm I'm not not really feeling the the, the Fournette thing this week. If he goes off, that's fine. But he was I'm, limited in practice today too, which doesn't say too much. But he is dealing with something. I mean, he is. It, I mean, it's not just that, man. I mean, he I, doesn't he doesn't <laughs> practice a whole lot. I do have some serious respect for the Saints front seven. Like, I'm not going to attack that. If Fournette beats me and beats that front seven, then so be it. Then that's fine, right? You're you just going to live with that. That's yeah. that's the position I'm taking. I it worked out for me with Derrick Henry last week. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm Fournette's going to be a guy that I'm just full fading this week. Totally. Um, I you touched on Mixon. I have a lot of interest in him. Uh, one guy that I'm going to be playing in this range that no one is going to be playing. He will be sub 5%, maybe sub 3%, and that's Nick Chubb. Uh, He gets a really bad Jets team, uh, and the Browns are just going to pound the ball. Like, that's what they're going to do. They are going to run the football and try to survive this Jacoby Brissett, like, wave. Nick Chubb had 22 carries for 140 yards last week against Carolina. You know, like – I know Kareem Hunt is there lingering, but he outtouched him two to one on the ground. Um, I know Hunt stole a touchdown and he, you know, stole some of the receiving. But what we're talking about with tournaments, like if Nick Chubb punches one or two of those in, like Nick Chubb might be the highest scoring player on the slate. You know what I mean? Like he's got that kind of upside. And I just think it's hard to ignore that. You know awesome. what I mean? Gonna, but one thing I'm going to start looking at is the Thursday night matchup of next week. Because Eckler in week one did not get the timeshare that we wanted because they were playing the Chiefs in division game on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. Cleveland is playing Pittsburgh on Thursday next week. 
I am terrified that they're going to go true split and even put in more of a, what's his name? Johnson, the third running back to get carries, especially if they're up um, winning at all. Right. That's what kind of scares me with the Cleveland game because they're going against the Steelers on Thursday. These coaches, man, it's hard to predict what they're going to do, but it seems to be pretty obvious when they have a short week that they rest their running backs. I hear what you're saying. I just don't think Cleveland has that luxury to get cute. Like they just they have to win as many games as possible before they yeah, think that Deshaun comes we're also back. Talking and they the, can, like, we're also talking the Jets. We're yeah, talking we're the, Jets. the Jets. That's so what I'm I mean, saying. Like he could do insane damage if he breaks off a huge runs in the first half. Like he could be right up there as one of the top running back scorers of like only getting 20 touches. You know what the I Jets mean? Jets run defense was solid last week, right? They gave up three big passes from Lamar. I, I'm I like Chubb. Okay. I love him. That just I'm scares me with Kareem and it scares me yeah. that the Jets defense is actually That's very run heavy yeah. present. I, I'm just saying for a three percent banger there, like it's just something not to overlook. Like he's a guy yeah. that can yeah. tilt the slate, you know, or not necessarily yeah. tilt the slate. He's a guy that could absolutely propel you like in a major way at low ownership. You know, he's got that upside. So I, he has I, that upside. I mean, he does, but again, they've got, they've got that division game and they play such a slow pace that <laughs> yeah. he just doesn't get that many plays. I mean, I mean, that's they, the they biggest all, issue for me. They always do that. And he gets still went 22 for 140 last yeah, week with no for, touchdowns. But for for six for six hundred dollars less, I would I get rather it. play Javante. I mean, we're talking about splits there. Like he legit's in a split with freaking Melvin. And if Melvin snipes any of those touchdowns, like Javante's a good day, but like not a great day. He's they're kind of in the same situation. So I, I hear you, like six hundred bucks mm-hmm. cheaper, but yeah. You know, um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of it, but okay, going down, um, yeah, my next guy, um, I'm not gonna have a huge share of him, but I'm gonna play a little bit of him again, and it's Najee Harris 6,200. The Steelers tried to run their offense without Najee on Sunday, and they just look what happened. They were like, okay, Mitch, we're gonna let you run this entire offense the way you want to. Najee got the ball, he had 12 touches. Last week, it was bad. And look what happened! And look what happened to that offense. It was one of the most atrocious offenses in the NFL last week. If they're so, smart, I'm, which so, I'm doubting, but they're going to give the ball to Najee a hell of a lot more if they want a chance to win. Ever so, so again, he he's dealing with this weird foot injury, but he's not even on the he's not even on the injury report. I, I know he's off now, but there's just other places that I would rather go. If he re-aggravates that after the first quarter or something weird, I mean, he was, they said he was walking in a boot after the game and now he's just magically fine. He said it right after the game. He's like, I'm playing next week. You know, well, he knew but, it wasn't I mean, a big that's deal. Fine, but like, if he's going to be constantly like dealing with some foot injury all year, I get where you're coming from, but that's just a guy that, like, I would rather just play Antonio Gibson for the same exact price against the fucking Lions. Totally. See, Antonio I, Gibson, I'm just but, a little scared about because there's so many goddamn weapons in Washington now all of a sudden. But here, like, you're just going to give it to everybody. So here's my problem with Najee. One, I think, like, they, they're not very good. But Belichick can stop a one-trick pony, and that's what Pittsburgh is. Like, Mitch Trubisky fuck, sucks. And, like, if Najee's not going to get the receiving, care, like, work – He's downgraded in a major way. It's the same, so it's the same principle for me to as me fading Henry last week mm-hmm. as fading him this week. You have a coach that doesn't have a very good team that's still trying to win games. Okay. 
what he's going to do, he's going to take away your best possible, and this is the best guy to do it, your best possible asset and make Mitch Trubisky and the, the traveling circus around him try and beat you. Totally. Right? So that, I mean, that's for me. I, I get where you're coming at. He's the only guy there. He's he, yep. He'll get all the volume. But Derrick Henry also got all the volume last week and put up, yeah. you know, nine points. Yeah, you guys are right there for sure. So no, it's a good, it's a good uh, argument. Can't Jim, wait to see. Jim, you kind of touched on Antonio Gibson. I have some interest in him. Uh, but right below him, I mean, you guys always beat the drum for him. I've been late coming around, so I hope I don't jinx it. But Uh-oh. I'm gonna Uh-oh. be on. I'm gonna be on Cordell this week. <laughs> Man, crossing so, off my list right I'm now. I'm sorry to ruin <laughs> the run that you guys <laughs> had, but uh, dude, he's just Damn like you. it's un- it's undeniable <laughs> at this point. Like how much of a focal point of that offense he is. It's freaking insane. Yeah, yeah. The the only thing that scares me a little bit this week is they only activated one running back behind him last week, and he injured himself. <laughs> And that's why Corderell got all of those touches. Now, do they activate Algiers? Is uh, what's his name? The dude from oh my god, I can't think of his name. The other running back that's from the Chiefs, Williams, Doesn't one matter. of the Williams. So uh, Damian Williams. So Damian oh, Williams yeah. is one that got hurt last week early in the game, and that's why yeah. Corderell got such a run. Right, but is he Damian like Williams always seems to find his way into the like the the game flow. I agree with you, and I think he's going low owned again this week. Yeah, he's at four yeah. percent ownership right now. Yeah. It's like it's like every time I like red zone channel like pitch over to that game, like because Land is usually losing. It's like Cordell run, Cordell swing pass, Cordell out. Cordell like, throws what? the ball. <laughs> well, dude, he's I mean, he's their guy. It's unbelievable. Right? He's a badass. Yeah. So uh anyone around that range or below you guys are on, I have one kind of gross play that I'm thinking about, but so, I really don't want to do it. I got I'm, I got two down low that I love. I'm going back. To Travis Etienne, uh, he, hmm. he just Joey and I were dropped, talking about before dropped two touchdowns, right? Yeah. So like everyone is going to look at what he did last week. Same price, fifty six hundred. It's a fair price, and they're just going to go. Oh well, you know he didn't do shit last week, and it's like, well, actually, you know he was on the verge of having like a twenty five point game. He looks super freaking. You know, and that's the thing: too. if he if he catches those touchdowns, then Robinson doesn't get any play. Yeah, exactly. And they're not gonna go and they're not gonna go away from him. Like he's an integral part of their offense. Like they have Kirk and they have him, and those are their two most explosive players. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, they've got James Robinson, who's fine, Zay Jones, who, you know, whatever, and Marvin Jones Jr., who's old as shit. And like I love Marvin Jones, but like he definitely does look looks like a little looks dusty like he, out there. He looks a little dusty. So like those guys you know, to Vinny's point, for if you're looking for guys to stack, I mean, that's an easy double stack with with uh, yeah. with Lawrence right there. I so at 5600, I'm much more interested in playing uh, Travis Etienne this week. And then, I mean, I don't know if if Dobbins plays. Mm-hmm. Yes, at 5300, like I was looking when I started looking at everything, I was like, well, is this is this right? Is this they fuck something up here or like what's going on? Nope. Um, I'm with you. He, I, he, I love Dobbins. I'm there. If he's healthy. And, he's getting all their carries. There's no way they're playing him. If he's not ready to go, like they said, he may they not be in game was, shape, but he's, they said he was game time decision this week. He and practiced, they just said, said play it safe. Cause they were playing the jets. Yeah. He yeah. practiced in full Wednesday and Thursday. So, yeah. so you he's know, good I, have to go. a, 
I got a lot of interest there. Miami's Miami's front seven looks pretty damn good. So, you know, I don't know if like I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to have a ton of interest, but I've got a couple other guys down here. Michael Carter's interesting. Okay, good. I have him too. I wanted to make sure um, I crazy. I mean, he's their passing down back, right? And we yeah. talk about Flacco just is going to check it down. I mean, he had 17 points last week, you know? So, I, I mean, I'd gladly take another 17-pointer this week at 5,200. Yep. Um, and then you've got Chase Edmonds, who's the clear starter in Miami, Again, I, I don't know. I guess the pricing algorithm just completely missed that. But I mean, you're looking at a guy for 5,200 that has 25 point upside. So yeah. it's like, you know, I, I don't know how much of these guys I'm going to have. I would, I would rather just go for the guys that I was talking about. But, you know, I think, I think Dobbins that, is the most clear guy, if in my yeah. opinion. Because, like, you talked about the Jets kind of shut him down last week. Dude, that running game was non-existent for Baltimore. So, yeah. if he's healthy, like, he's finally a guy for him. Joe, do you yes. have anybody? Because I don't below that. Yeah, someone that I'm going to little sneaky on. It's Naheem Hines at 5,300. So, obviously, he's not going to get a lot of carries. We know that. But he had six targets, six catches for 50 yards last week. He's going to play in the slot a lot. They've been very clear about that. Um, obviously, Matt Ryan does not trust his receivers outside of Michael Pittman there. Um, he your threw boy, it to my boy, boy, Alec boy. Pierce. He dropped two touchdowns. Um, I called the two touchdowns from <laughs> yeah, Alec Pierce, done, and he I'm legitimately done. dropped two touchdowns. I can't believe he almost hit on it. <laughs> he's, he's, he's done. He's dead to me. Yeah. I mean, and, and he's in the concussion protocol, so he might not even play this week. So I think Naheem Himes gets a lot of play this week in the passing game. Going against the Jacksonville team, I think this game's going to get a little gritty. Um, I think Naheem Himes, as long as he can punch in that one touchdown, we're in business. Because I think he's going to get the volume with targets. Um, and then, hey, there's always potential Jonathan Taylor goes down, and he's our guy, right? Yeah, at some, like, at that's some wishful point, thinking. But At some point this year, Naeem Hines is going to have one to three of those, like, Monster. 20 to 30-point yeah. games where he gets, like, nine catches for, you know, 110 yards and then also has one or two touchdowns right like that's going to happen mm-hmm. so look I, I really can't i can't fault you for it below yeah, that you, gotta I mean, take your, you gotta take your uh, your shots right I, i've got i've got nobody points. else sure. yeah all right one-off receivers let's fire them off i'll go first because let's hear it the number one it's jamar chase 8K is ridiculously low for him. Yeah. 32 What's... points to get 4X. I mean, he got, what, <laughs> like 28 points last week in a game where the Steelers were manhandling the Bengals. Yep. They get to go against the Cowboys. He gets to go against Diggs, which Diggs is Mr. Route Jumper. Dude, like, Vinny, you said this last week, Jamar Chase is going to double move him all day. I think mm-hmm. Chase just goes on one of those games where he explodes. 40-plus point potential. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I think it's my favorite play of the week. Those um, those two right there, Chase, and then the other guy I'll talk about is Debo. Yes. He's my favorite. Um, so, you know, Elijah Mitchell's hurt. Uh, they already showed that, you know, this is basically now a must-win game for the 49ers, uh, and they're going to do whatever the hell they can. You want to talk about 40-point upside – I mean, mm-hmm. at, I have at no like sub five percent ownership. I have, yeah. I'm looking at the ownership here. I'm seeing seven percent, and I'm just just like trying to figure out, like, 
just why? I mean, the the receiver, it's very interesting. The receiver ownership this week is very, very spread out. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. It, I mean, I don't see anybody on my sheet on my projections right now that are over 20%. No. So I don't either. I mean, you don't really have to worry about that, but I mean, man, if if you can play some of those other cheap running backs and find a way to jam like Chase and Debo into your lineup. We Man, saw it last week. I mean, he, I really like. he almost had it 20 touches last week in a super sloppy, slow game. He's yeah. for sure going over 20 this week. Big so, time. Dude, there was uh, like two plays where they just threw a smoke screen to him, and the entire Steelers defense was on him, and he was able to still get like seven or eight yards. Just pure athleticism. I'm better the, than all of you. The other That's thing Chase. to keep in mind – oh, yeah, with Chase. Yeah, the other thing yeah. to keep in mind with Debo is like every time they get in the red zone, Debo is the tailback. They don't trust yes. anybody else. So, like, no. he's going to get all the red zone touches. That's why, like, he could score. But I don't, like, all these people flocking to Jeff Wilson Jr. and stuff. Like, I just tread very lightly there if you're going to do it. I don't well, trust it at all. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about – I mean, we didn't really even mention one of the Niners running backs because we all know, and this is why we're talking about Debo right now. I just have right? no idea. Once Eli Mitchell went out, who Shanahan's just going to ride with whoever is running the best on that particular day. And yeah. it could be Jeff Wilson or it could be Tyrion Davis price, or it could be Jeff Mason. I mean, who the hell knows, but Trey we know Lance for, could get 15 carries. Like, but we know for a fact that Debo is going to have 20 plus touches in yeah. this game. And I, that's something that this, I absolutely want to be a part of. Yep. Uh, one guy below that, I think super sneaky on the slate. Sub 10% again. Um, I talked about Baltimore that I'm going to have a few shares that I think Tyreek and both him and Waddle are, if you're going to game stack that and think it could pop, dude, I think well, he's, those... he's not, he's not going to be sub 10%. Well, what do I've, you have? I'm at seven I've got here. 14 to 17% mm, here. Tyreek? Yes. Oh, okay. Well then so, I, I mean, I, I get, I get early, the play. But... I get the play. But... What's Waddle going to play at? Uh, Waddle Waddle is the play. He's coming okay. in at three to five percent. There we go. Okay, so that sounds better. I was seeing both under ten, but I still think both are really good plays. I think yes. I think this Baltimore game has some really sneaky shootout like potential here. Like, yes, Miami's got some weapons, dude. And Baltimore will find their groove. So, yeah, All right. going All down. Right. What do we got, Joe? Cortland Sutton, sixty-one hundred. Denver going right back to the well with Let's Ride. But Cortland Sutton, he got off to a slow start. You know, I mean, there's a little bit of a scariness there with Jerry Judy. I mean, Judy looked absolutely electric, but so did yeah. Sutton, right? Can I we think just those pause receivers... for a second on how good that Alabama receiving core was with Judy, <laughs> Waddle, <laughs> Jameson? Will... <laughs> Don't forget about Rugs. Don't forget Rugs. about the man in prison, oh, Rugs. Yeah. 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 Well, he shall not be named. He likes, he likes to go fast on and off the field. That team, uh, <laughs> that team is insane. But, okay, keep but, going. You know, it's, it's, it's like you got to plant your flag. Right. I'm not going to just have Sutton and Judy mixed up in all these lineups and picking, you know, and hoping one of them strikes gold. Yeah, I think Sutton is I just think Sutton's the guy this week. Um, I'm not discounting Judy at all. I just have to pick one. Right. You can't you can't go with both. And there's like half your lineups are washed because one of them didn't get the target share. So I think Sutton's in a position this week to explode. And definitely he's more the red zone guy than Judy, in my opinion. He's got the bigger body, got more experience. Real quick. I know we pass on it. These guys are at the top. You can play Cooper Cup and Fonte Adams, just lock them into your lineup. Like I thought that maybe didn't have to be said, but some 
shithead yeah, I mean, out there will say like you guys didn't talk about them. Like, yes, dude, they're I both mean, amazing plays. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah, gonna we spend need to our time talking about stuff that's just like not slap me in the yeah. face. Obvious, like I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna play Joey's favorite guy this week. I talked about uh, having bits and pieces of that Brady game, but Slant Boy is back. Uh, oh, that guy. I really so that's not my boy. <laughs> I know, I know how much you hate him. I think um, I'm going to just oh, have a lot boy. of shares of Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Russell Gage, and Julio in this game. I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spray those guys all over my lineups. They're all cheap. They all look good. They're all gonna be a part of that offense. I'm not playing Mike Evans this week, dude. Him and Lattimore have like a serious thing going on that I'm just not touching that. Have you seen like all like their yes, like matchups yes, over the years? Yes. Don't I'm not playing Mike Evans. So that's fair enough. All right, what Joe, about below about? that, Joe? We got where are we at in the fours, or do you have anyone else? Oh uh, well, well, I got well, I got I got plenty of guys. I got two guys up in the fives that I really like. All yeah, right. I, I mean I've got both in the same game. Tyler Lockett at fifty six hundred. Um, the, the Niners corners are just, you know, yikes. I mean, I think we're going to see the real Geno this week. Yeah, but I'll still take a chance on Lockett at 5,600. We talked about Kirk at 57. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm I'm going to play some of those Lance stacks, and my Lance stacks are going to be Lance, Debo, and Ayuk this week. Yeah, yep. if you're going to do it, you got to go all in with those. I three. think Ayuk's targets in the past game, right? Debo's going to be the guy on the ground. Ayuk's going to get a ton of targets. Um, he kills over the middle. I think those are the easiest passes for a young quarterback. Yeah. I think Lance Ayuk is a huge, huge uh, boom. They're a very unique uh, receiving pair to stack together because they have value independently. It's not, it's not like the Judy in the Sutton thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, like you said, like, hey, I can't be sprinkling these guys in everywhere. Like, I just got to pick one. Well, yeah. with Ayuk, Ayuk is a guy that I'm, I'm comfortable sprinkling into other lineups for cost totally. savings at 5,100 mm-hmm. because of his independent value aside from Debo and the different things that they ask him to do. Right. And, and don't be turned off. If you see by some miracle chance, George Kittle's playing Sunday, they're going to need him to stay in a block quite a bit. Cause if that right tackle, Mike McGlinchey is about as effective as those, those boxing dummies you see a big five standing there like he literally cannot pass blocks so he's, he's don't be bad. too turned off by that but yeah well joe who, who do you like down here i mean it's i gotta talk more about julio right there's certain players when you watch a game that are good. better than everybody else and when julio was running routes and catching the ball he looked better than everybody <laughs> else. Yeah. like didn't, the, didn't practice he didn't practice today so just and, yeah, he doesn't ever mean he's like yeah he's like in year 11 I mean, he hasn't practiced in like eight years. Too. They're saying he's I like just, the healthiest he's ever been. He's on the TB12 method with Brady. I mean, he looked ooh, electric. I just don't I know mean, if I it get was, there. He looked so much faster. I mean, he hasn't looked at, this fast in three or four years. So I, think at 50, I just love Julio. But with no Godwin as well, and Mike Evans matched up a lot of more, I think Julio just gets a ton of play this week. And yeah. this is not a team that he like hasn't seen. The dude played in the division freaking 14, mm-hmm. 13 years. You know what I mean? Like, he knows the Saints defense very well. So one thing that stuck out to me, I don't know if this is like an error or something, but the projected ownership on Allen Robinson is 16 to 19%. 
I saw that too. I will have zero shares of Allen Robinson. Why? He, no, no, that's a player when you watched, he looked slow. Oh, he yeah. did not look game ready, right? Like no. Julio stepped in and looked game fucking ready. I, I'll, I will <laughs> agree with you there, Joey. I don't know if I'll get to the Julio play this week. I'll, I'll play Cam Akers before I play Allen Robinson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <saying> something. <laughs> um, okay. Bold it. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's go uh, dumpster diving, boys. <laughs> yeah. uh, so as, as as we're scrolling down, uh, give me some names, man. I think that if you want to go back, um, if you're playing Wentz stacks, I think Curtis Samuel, who's actually finally fully healthy now, yep. um, is going to be a fine play. Uh, Forty six hundred is is a pretty cheap price for him, and then or if you want to go back to the rookie Jahan Dotson. I think either of those guys are yeah. viable in stacks with Wentz and McLaurin. How much is Dotson? Um, Dotson's only forty two hundred. I mean, and like... Curtis Samuel's forty six. But like Dotson, Dotson, if he didn't catch a touchdown, he has like three points. Curtis Jim, when Samuel, you scratched your uh, microphone there, it was like coming down from space. Oh, so <laughs> Curtis, <laughs> scared me. Curtis Samuel, Curtis Samuel is the one that it's getting the majority of the routes and the majority of the targets outside of McLaurin. So just keep that in mind for an extra $400. I think I would rather just go up and get him. I think you can play both. And like, that's a super, super, I mean, you're talking about getting your three big gun receivers in there or running backs. Like that's a really cheap stack to do it, but okay. Keep going. I need some of these little guys. uh, We mentioned Richie James earlier, 3,200. I mean, it's a 30, Dirty, dirty play um, that I don't know if I can quite get there. Um, If, you know, I think a sneaky play all the way down here that maybe has the most upside, this guy could also get you like three points, is the Rams' third wide receiver, Ben Skronek. Um, (laughs) I don't mind that play. I mean, he's 3,300. If you're trying to jam in a bunch of these – like top guys, right? And you won't need like just a cheap, cheap guy. I think he's got a higher ceiling than like a Richie James because I think he can actually catch a touchdown. Dude, I'll um, play him over Allen Robinson. Yeah, at that ownership. You mean he he looks he looks at least like he can move around. Uh, Allen Robinson <laughs> just looks like a fucking stiff. I mean, it's terrible, dude. He looks like he should be in the morgue. But uh, <laughs> don't forget yeah. about. If we hear about Rondale, if he's going to play against the Raiders, I'll have him. If not, it's the Greg Dortch show. Call Look, I just, just not, I just want to, I just want to mention that the Raiders defense only gave up twenty four points to Herbert with Carr's five turnovers. Yeah, I think they why. actually played really, really well. I think okay, so but too. PPR in the three K range, like if Dortch is going to have like seven to ten targets, like dude, you yeah, can do way he, worse than that in the threes. <laughs> He's the other guy that that presents, you know, I have a Cardinals player that we haven't talked about yet in a different position group that I'm basically all in on. Um, but, I mean, yeah, if, if Rondale's not going to play, Dorch is, you know. Light the torch. I, <laughs> Joey, the you got anybody else down here in the in The, the one person area? I just want to mention, and we can brush right by it, but um, at 4,400 on Donovan Peoples-Jones, he got 11 targets last week, six catches for 60 yards. Again, it's not a big upside thing at 4,400, but 11 targets is way too hard to ignore. 
and Speaking he's, of- not gonna, he's not going to see the Jets' the Jets' best corner. The Jets gave up huge plays to a Lamar that can't throw, right? Just throwing it all over the field on them deep because they're going to be trying to stuff the run on Chubb. I can see Donovan Peoples-Jones having one of those games where you go, where the fuck did that come from? Speaking of another guy that looks like he belongs in the morgue, Amari Cooper looked terrible on Sunday. He didn't look great, but I'm mm-hmm. going to play him again this week. Don't care. Really? Yep. All right. All right, I'm on People's Jones, just for the record. All right, moving on yeah. to tight ends. Tight ends, let's do it. Um, I'll lead off. My favorite is Darren Waller. Um, he didn't get the play last week. or He played, obviously. He didn't get the play from Carr because Carr peppered Devontae Adams 17 times. <laughs> and he noticed that he had five turnovers because he was just trying to go to his boy all game. I can see Waller having a huge part of this game against a Cardinals team that does not impress me at all, where Kelsey had a great game last week as well. I think Waller has one of those weeks this week where you go, oh, yeah, that's why he got his contract. And Devontae gets more down in that 12th target range, not 17. I think Waller and Renfro both get a more play this week. I'm still not on Renfro, but I think Waller definitely steps up. Vinny? All right. Uh, I mean, obviously, Mark Andrews up top is a great play, but I like Kyle Pitts as my favorite in a bounce back spot here. Uh, I talked about how much I like Atlanta this week, which just sounds horrible to say, but I I think I mean, dude, Pitts is really freaking good, and yes, he is, is going to have some smash games here uh, <laughs> at fifty four hundred. Like if he's chasing and he can get eight to ten targets, like watch the hell out. So I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little scared because uh, Mariota targeted him seven times and only connected twice. That's okay, which is uh, not great. Dude, give him the targets at 5,400. Like, he's going to have some massive plays. So, oh, I agree. I'll keep playing him. <laughs> so, my two guys are going to be I, I really like Waller this week as well, Joe. Um, Zach Ertz at 4,500. And Albert O, if he can Ugh. show up to breakfast on time, hopefully he doesn't get benched for the Ugh. first series at um, 3,700. I'm, I'm terrified of that situation now. They just rotate all four tight ends. I know. And there were, apparently the coaches were very clear that that was their intention. Like, and he didn't even play the first drive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, just, it was very disappointing. He's, he's the guy that I have the least interest in. And he really, uh, didn't, look explosive. He really didn't look that explosive either. You no, know? He, wasn't, he didn't look that great. But, I mean, I think that the guy that I'm going to probably have in about 80% of lineups is Ertz. Uh, he's just – it's just – the whole thing for, for years, you're playing the Raiders, you play tight ends, and he's a guy that, especially on DraftKings, it's just PPR. You just, you know, he doesn't have to score a touchdown, but he's probably going to have eight catches for 85 yards, and then if he scores a touchdown, then you're in business, right? Um, he's not going to hurt you. He's never Unless he gets hurt, he's never going to be one of those guys that gets, you know, three for 17 yards. Right. So I know we're playing GPPs and stuff like that, but for 4,500, a guy that can pretty easily get you to 20 points. I mean, that's somebody who I want a lot of. Uh, What about the fours? It is Tyler Higby at 4,200. Yeah. Right. 11 targets last week. Um, Stafford obviously does not trust Allen Robinson. He's going to cup and he's going to Tyler Higby. There's really no one else to throw to in that offense right now. And his arm is all fucked up. He's going to be looking to throw these shorter routes, tight ends against linebackers, easier passes, hence his 11 targets against the Bills. I don't see any of that changing against the Falcons, and just hopefully he puts one of these in the end zone. 
I think he's also just amazing leverage. I don't know what his ownership's coming in at, but I can't imagine it's much. But if that's your ownership off of like if he jacks a touchdown or two off of like Daryl Henderson or Cup or a Rob, like dude, you're in business at that point. Um, I also like Fryermuth, forty four hundred. Uh, Trubisky has trouble throwing the ball more than nine to ten yards, so Fryermuth is like six or seven. Uh, yeah, I, I like Fryermuth, uh, forty four hundred. I have one I bottom of the barrel. If Come you on. guys, if you guys are done. Uh, yeah, I've been done. I'm not. I'm not done. I have okay. one more. That's pretty low. All right, you oh, go, Joe. On. There's no way it's lower than mine. So uh, probably not. But it's Logan Thomas at 3,400 for our potato, our beloved potatoes. Um, everyone was concerned that he wasn't going to play coming off that ACL. I mean, he had three catches for 45 yards. He also had six targets. Again, if we think this Washington team is going to go off, I'm going to have lineups of Logan Thomas, especially for his red zone threat. Right, he is a beast. He just tore his ACL last year, but apparently he's fully healthy and fully ready to go. You're not going to see him at 3,400 that much longer. He's going to be up with the rest of these starting tight ends in the mid 4K range very soon. Vinny, all right, probably never <laughs> heard of this breath. guy. You probably oh, never God. heard of this guy. He's 2,600. Kylan Granson for the Colts. Okay, this guy had seven targets for the Colts last week, and he's played uh more snaps than Mo Alley Cox. Like okay. he's going to be the starting tight end there very soon. Because Mo Alley Cox sucks. We've been hearing how many about those... him like taking off for five years now. Uh he's not the dude. He he, okay. he outplayed him. 2600 dude. This guy may get to zero, but I could see this guy popping one in on Sunday. Just Write it down. Put him in a lineup. <laughs> That's okay. bull call number one. I mean, he only needs nine points to get four. four I, write I, it down. I'm I'm likely not going to put him in a lineup. <laughs> He's a free square. Works out well. This reminds me of when Jimmy played Adam Troutman last year at one point. Yeah, I saw him. I saw Troutman's name floating. No, Ransom's the guy, dude. He had seven no, targets. He's, he's dead. How, how, I wonder how many of those targets were in overtime. I'd really like to see. Yeah, <laughs> I'd really like yeah, to yeah. see what happened there. Please. I don't have that information, but I'll get back to you. <laughs> like, uh, was Molly Cox in the, in the shitter? You know, he played more five snaps than Molly Cox. Like, come on, Molly Cox All is right. done. All, All right, defenses. Right. I'll make it easy. I'm probably playing the Bengals in 95% of my lineups at 2,200. So the only issue with that, and and I'm with you there too, but they're going to be 14 to 16% owned, but I don't even know if I care. I'm playing Um, Kylan Granson to get off the chalk, so whatever. But I'll play play the Jets at 2,200. I'll play the Dolphins at 23 like I did last week. Um, any of those Dolphins, Jets, or Bengals, I'll be playing one of those three, but probably the Bengals and probably 75% of lineups. Cool. Joey? Um, I'm going up for defense this week. I'll, I'll find savings elsewhere um, because I'm, I'm getting a little sick and tired of the team that gets 27 points on defense just taking down tournaments, and my team got two because I wanted to save some money. <laughs> so, and it's only about a thousand dollars different, right? But I just think the 49ers this week against Seattle, I think it's about to be a bloodbath. I don't think Gino, I think Geno Smith throws multiple interceptions or fumbles. Niners can score a defensive touchdown here. I think it's an absolute shit kicking. 3,900 is too cheap for what the Niners could potentially do. 
I like it. All right, it's time. Bold for calls the, of the week. For, for the record, Joe, you could have saved money with the Dolphins last week with me and got 18 points. I also so. I, uh, I had some Dolphins. It just happened to be in all my lineup set. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> so that happened. Well, I can't help you there. Uh, <laughs> Joe, since you almost hit on – you were the closest, I think, to the bold calls of the week. Uh, yeah, my two I bold calls, be... Rondale didn't play and Saquon uh, made me eat a giant uh, shit burger. So. Yep. Joe? Yeah, I just want to say that uh, Alec Pierce, two balls went off his hand in the end zone. Dude, um, stop! When I saw that on Alec red zone. Pierce. I was like, "Oh my god, was that Pierce?" <laughs> Dude, like I remember just being in. I mean, that was the start of the day. Like he dropped a touchdown within the first five minutes of red zone, and I was like, "That's my day." And I lost all my lineups, and I knew it. Like that was the that was the dagger, dude. Like as soon as Alec Pierce dropped it, I go, "My day is over." It's okay, I. Please don't make your lineup and day like built on Alec Pierce having a good day. Don't do that going forward. Um, All right. I'm going away, but he probably will score two this week. But my bowl call, Julio gets two touchdowns this week. I love it. All right. Jim. It's bold. I'm I'm looking at a couple of different. I got three options. So if you want to throw two out there. No. (laughs) You go first. Because I I don't want to take yours. All right. I'm going – Chase goes for over 200 receiving. Okay. I'm going – Debo goes over 30 DK points. Okay. And then Kylan Granson catches a touchdown at 2,600. Now, yeah, I was not – I was not thinking of any of those. So, that's good. Uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to go with uh, Ayuk is going to go for 100 in a touchdown. Uh, and then I'm full fading Najee Harris this week uh, and Leonard Fournette. Those are my kind of bold calls on that side. Um, with you on and Fournette. Then, and then I will say that – oh, man, do I want to – Give it. Let's go. I'll Put say, your nuts on the table and say. I'll say that Daniel Jones scores over thirty points this week. Okay, that is well, way more outrageous than Kylan Granson scoring a touchdown. No, it's not. <laughs> Kylan <laughs> Granson might be might might be selling Ford F one fifties next week, Finney. Okay, <laughs> Daniel Jones is an established NFL player. Kylan Granson, like. Seriously, Vinny, Daniel Jones gets... is not an established NFL player. He might be selling F one fifty. Well, no, he. We're talking about a guy that had to deal with McAdoo to start his career. Exactly. <laughs> Let's give the guy a little bit of room. He's going to score thirty or more this week, and it's going to be a fucking banger. I might have to play a Danny Dimes lineup now. Let's go. All right. Oh yeah. I think that's no, it. Make Danny Dimes happen. Joe, do you want to give a plug to your new show coming out here, your new little thing? And I'll make you do this so you commit to it and you actually do oh, it yeah. tomorrow. All right. So I'm going to be doing it tomorrow. I'll be releasing the pod by tomorrow, the pod by tomorrow evening. But we're going to be doing uh, my 4X pod. So we're going to go 4X. through the players and who actually has a realistic chance of getting a 4X this week based on matchups, based on how good they are, how shitty they are, the situation they're in. But are they a 4X player or are they not? So we're going to be going through each one. If you get 4X with every player in your lineup with a fully salary lineup, that's a 200-point lineup. Should take down some tourneys. So, I like it. Will Danny Dimes be in it? Yes. Yeah, for 4X? <laughs> Dude, I yes. just need 20 points. I just need 20 that, points from Danny that's, Dimes. That's easy. Right. 
That's easy. That. That's going to happen. <laughs> I love it. Danny, Danny Dimes right, might, have, Danny Dimes might have 20 points by halftime. <laughs> I like that. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us this week. Make sure you tweet us all of your winnings. JJ McIntosh, Vinny Levine, 29, and DFS Joey Levine. It's the bottom of the screen here on YouTube or our Red Zone DFS Twitter account. Make sure you tag us with your winnings. Show off. We'll retweet you. We'll blow you up. Maybe get you some followers as well. All right, guys. Good luck this week.